Just stop and think when somebody asks who you are and what do you do, what's your one-liner? What's the thing that you say? Mine is, well, I, well, used to be, I was a teacher. What is yours? And I do want to be honest and say that it wasn't until I couldn't teach anymore in the traditional classroom that I was challenged with this weight that I put onto my identity. Hey, I'm Gina Keeping, ex-classroom teacher turned mindset and business mentor. Not too long ago, overwhelm and stress was my norm. Now, I have created a life where I help entrepreneurial women create an unstoppable mindset and teach them how to grow and scale their own businesses, all while getting their own gifts out into the world and creating an impact. Welcome to the Keeping It Real podcast, where each week I bring you an inspiring person or message where we talk about all things life and business related, where our conversations are real, the information is inspiring, we have a splash of fun, we have lots of laughs, and we dive into life lessons and deep conversations about all the things. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Keeping It Real. Today we have another solo cast and I also just wanted to say if you are a regular, first of all, thank you. You're amazing and I'm just so happy, humbled and grateful that you're here and you tune in weekly. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I do not take your time for granted. So thank you for listening and sharing and just being here with me. It really does mean a lot. So today we are going to cover a lot of ground because I have so many things I want to share. But the first thing I do want to share is that this is the second time that I am recording this podcast because my first go, my mic wasn't plugged in and there was zero audio. Thanks to my hubby for that one. I won't get into that, but I digress. All right, here we go. I want to start this podcast by talking to you about identity. And before I do go you know, further into this, I want to ask you, What is your identity? What are you holding on to as your identity? For example, for many, many, many years, I held on to the title as a, or I should say the title of a teacher as my identity. Anytime somebody asked who I was, I was a teacher. Every single time it was a one-liner, I am a teacher. So I want you to think about your identity as we go through this podcast. Like, What are you holding on to? Are you a mom, an employee, a wife? And just take a moment and really ponder on what weight you put on your identity. How do you view yourself? Do you look at yourself as just being one thing, mainly the thing you do for employment? And if you're not quite sure, just stop and think when somebody asks who you are and what do you do? What's your one-liner? What's the thing that you say? Mine is, well, I well, used to be, I was a teacher. What is yours? And I do want to be honest and say that it wasn't until I couldn't teach anymore in the traditional classroom that I was challenged with this weight that I put onto my identity. And it was a really hard pill to swallow. And we're going to dive a little bit more into that. But how do we create identity, first of all? Like we talk about this word identity, but I think a lot of times we don't even realize how we got to this identity. Well, it's really just a combination of our beliefs, our stories, our patterns, our experiences. We believe to be true about life. And it's just a culmination of how 
we meet all of our needs as a human being, right? And then we put all of that on repeat and it turns into our identity. We can't really decipher from if it's real or if it's just something that we believed or if it's the truth. It becomes our identity. And you've all probably heard um, the quote, what we think we become. Buddha said this. He was very wise. Um, and it's true. These things that we think about ourselves, they turn into our identity and that's who we become, right? But if you think about it, there are so many more parts to us. And I'll just take myself for an example again. There were so many different sides to me than just being a teacher, right? But it became very clear after I couldn't teach because I became sick, it was very clear where I put my emphasis about who I was. And because of my beliefs, my thoughts, my conditioning, my past experience, you know, all those things, teaching became my identity. And when I couldn't do it anymore, I mean, man, I was crushed. I remember asking myself, like, who the heck am I? I could no longer do the thing that defined who I was. And I had to realize a tough way that I was relying on what I did to signify who I was. And there is so much danger in doing that. I know that because when I lost it, I didn't know who I was, right? Now, I also, now looking, I guess, backwards, I know that I'm not what I do and neither are you, but it took that hard lesson for me to see. You are you. The things you do are part of you, but they're not who you truly are, right? And maybe you have some work to do around what you believe about yourself and where you get your worthiness from. And that was teaching for me. I fulfilled so many needs being a teacher and I had to really dig deep. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that in a second. But given that, I want you to challenge yourself on what you believe to be true about yourself. Because sometimes we adopt these views or opinions or stories or beliefs about ourselves that really are not true. For example, I had this belief that, Gina, what can you do with three degrees all in education? Master's in education, all your other degrees are in education. Society will tell you, well, the only thing you can do with that is teach in a traditional teaching environment. And I believe that until I did the inner work. And now I say, bullshit, <laughs> I can create whatever the heck I want. And so can you. But we have to expand the way we think right? We have to look at things differently. We have to choose to look beyond what we've been conditioned to believe. So for example, I thought that for most of my career, my goodness, there's nothing else I can do. I just launched my own Gina Teaches series and I am sharing that with you because for so long I thought I could never teach again. But I get to create that reality. No one else, no one can take away my education. I sure as hell can create my future based on whatever criteria I want. And so can you. I'm still a teacher, but it isn't who I am, right? I am so many more things. And I've learned to really tap into who I am, not what I do. I get to decide how I show up, how I treat other people. I get to be who I want to be. I get to be more than what I do. And you can do the same. And you've probably heard the saying, you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Well, that's the same about your identity. And when those shitty things happen to you, you know, if something happens in your life that you're like, well, this is just who I am. This is just the things that happen to me. No, don't lie down and wait for others to tell you how to pick up your pieces. It's up to us to redirect the shitty things that happen and be open to looking at things outside the box, right? 
If I didn't do that, I would still be stuck in the victim mentality of, I can't teach anymore, poor me, what am I going to do? And I would never be able to look at what I could do because I was so focused on what I couldn't do. Now, when I'm saying that, I don't want you to think that in the process of going through a hardship that you pretend it didn't happen or you just positive things away, okay? That's not what I'm saying here. By looking at the heaviness and the shitty times, I was able to come out the other side stronger. We have to process and go through and then grow, but that really involves looking at who we are, looking at my patterns, looking at my thoughts, my beliefs, and then be willing to change them. Then be willing to let go of the things that don't serve us anymore, right? For me, my beliefs about who I was and what I needed to do were so wrong. It just came from years of conditioning and that no longer served me, right? So just because we have done things a certain way for so long does not mean it's the right way to move forward or that we should even continue to do those things or believe those things. Give yourself permission to blur those lines, to step up and question the things in your life, the way you think, the way you behave, the way you parent, the way you run your business, what you believe about yourself to be true, what you think you're capable of, and not let what you do be the only way you define yourself. You're so much more than just what you do. Which brings me to my second point. I'll be a little honest, this point is still a little raw, um, and it's still something that I struggle with from time to time, but I think it's so important because the more conversations that I have, the more I realize that so many people struggle with this. As I dissected why I was so torn when I couldn't teach, I had to do a lot of healing. And to be honest, guys, this is such a lifelong journey. We all have things we need to navigate because as we learn and grow, we learn and grow, we change, and we have to be able to go on this lifelong journey of growing. That's just my opinion, but I truly believe that the work that I do on a daily basis is not going to end. It's just something that is part of my life now. But one of the reasons why myself and your, and maybe you and so many other people struggle with identity is because what we do is giving us that external fix, right? Is giving us that thing that replaces the emptiness inside. So we're striving to look for these external factors to fill a hole, right? Like the worthiness, acceptance, love, validation, whatever word resonates with you. But if we're always looking outwards, to feel whole or loved, when that thing goes away, everything is shaken. Everything feels like the end of the world, right? If you have struggled with looking outwards to feel any of the things mentioned above, you know exactly what I mean. But here's the thing, and this is the thing that I'm continuing to step into. We have to give ourselves the thing that we crave. That feeling of wanting to be accepted, you know, the feeling of wanting other people to validate my struggle, the feeling of wanting to be able to teach so I would have to save face, you know, worrying what other people think because I really didn't love myself, looking for validation to prove I was worthy. I was looking for external things to satisfy these wounds or whatever you want to call them that were so deeply entrenched that it was impossible for an external factor to fill that, right? 
And I bet you can relate to this. Maybe, maybe if those wordings didn't really resonate, I bet you can resonate if you feel the need to people please, to say yes all the time, to do things that you just don't want to do. These things are so deeply seated. We often catch ourselves doing these things for the wrong reasons. And if we're constantly looking outward for validation, approval, love, acceptance, we're always betting in a losing game every single time. So not only is it not fair to ourselves because you're setting up for failure every time, it's not fair to the people in our lives, right? Because we are putting this pressure on them that they have no idea is on them and we're expecting them to fill a void that can never be filled by somebody else. And I know this sounds easier said than done, but let's look at how we can start this process of giving ourselves what we need. So if you're always looking for a pat on the back from other people, how can you show yourself some love and support? Maybe you can award yourself. Maybe you can pay attention to the words that you're saying to yourself. Maybe you buy yourself the damn flowers, right? If you catch yourself waiting for approval, try giving it to yourself instead. And it's a practice, but it's reframing what you think you need and giving yourself what you really need. But having that internal dialogue with yourself and watching what you're saying, right? Listening to the words that you're saying to yourself and making sure they're kind. Reframing the thoughts and beliefs that you have about yourself. Because you don't need the approval of others or to be loved by others in order to be whole. And let me say it super loud and clear that you are perfectly amazing just the way you are. And if those around you don't see it, that is their loss. You deserve all the happiness and love, but that starts with you. If you don't believe that right away, that's okay too. But every day, just work on it. Work on loving yourself a little more. Maybe when you're looking at yourself in the mirror, you pull a Mel Robbins and high five yourself. Maybe you start catching the negative things you're saying about yourself and then start doing the things that you need for yourself. Maybe you decide to do a morning routine where you're actively looking at the thoughts that you're saying to yourself, right? Maybe you decide to record that sound clip I just said or record yourself saying what you need to hear and listen to that daily. And if you're resistant, look at it this way. What you are currently doing is not bringing you the wholeness and love that you need. And how long have you been doing it that way, hoping it would change? So why not try something different instead of expecting a different result from doing the same thing over and over? Try giving yourself what you need because you are someone you can count on. Everybody else, it's a gamble. Another thing that you can do is journal out all the things that make you you. I mean, all the qualities, all the fun stuff, all the quirks, and come back to them when you feel like you need them. When you're questioning yourself, when you're doubting yourself, well, maybe you're not loving yourself more. Come back to these things and remind yourself of all the things that you really are. Because in the moment, we all know it's really hard to remember some of these things. So having some little hacks already there can be such a game changer. And if you are really new to this work and you're like, Gina, I don't even know where to start with all this and you're not quite sure where to start, then I want you to do something a little different. I want you to pay attention to the things that trigger you or upset you. Um, And some people look at triggers as a bad thing. I look at them personally as a beautiful thing 
because it shows me areas of my life that I need to pay attention to. Triggers show us something that we might need to heal and healing is not a dirty word. We all have unhealed parts of ourselves, every single person. We all have triggers. We all have parts of us that are craving to be seen. We all want love, connection, and support. But sometimes it's scary. (laughs) And sometimes we hide behind our own armor to protect ourselves. But pretending and hiding is not the thing that's going to move us forward. It's not the thing that's going to help fill the need of being worthy or loved. It's not the thing that's going to make us step into becoming the person or even accepting the person that we are. So I encourage you to find the people who can help you lower that armor and show you that there's nothing wrong with you and that you're perfectly imperfect, that the way you feel is normal. Now, I know you might be thinking, well, Gina, you just said I had to do this myself. You can do both. You can lean on somebody until you're strong enough to do this on your own. You can lean on somebody to help you see it within yourself. You can lean on somebody to help you see your light if you can't see it right now. But it just can't be the only thing that you rely on is what other people think. And it's all about the quality of people that you lean on. Some people are not safe. Some people in your circle are contributing to you feeling shitty about yourself. Those are not your people, right? The armor that we carry and protect ourselves it's really heavy. Because here's the thing, if we stay hidden, then nobody can see our pain. If we stay hidden, we don't need to do that work. If we stay hidden, we keep the peace with other people, but we're creating a war with ourselves. So I want you to think about the impact of you staying quiet has on not only you, but your family, your friends, your clients, and those who don't get to see the real you. Getting to know yourself truly and wholly should be a goal and we should aim to normalize this process, not keep hiding pieces of who you are. I don't know about you, but I'm just so done trying to fit into a box that just was not made for me which is why so many people are walking around and feeling so stuck, so unhappy, and so empty. We're not meant to fit in these boxes. We're not meant to hide pieces of ourselves. We're not meant to be like everybody else. And the only way to move past this is to start looking inwards instead of outwards. And I know, guys, this might sound a little bit cheesy and it might be like a little bit of an eye roll, but what's the other side of it? You keep going about your day, doing the things that you do. You keep feeling unhappy. You keep feeling stuck. Why not try something different? Why not decide to bet on yourself? You know, and I think it's such an important thing to really tap into this and to question yourself on what you believe. So as you go about your day today, my wish for you is to love yourself a little more deeply, to dig into who you are. Don't be ashamed of looking inward and seeing what needs some extra love. Normalize not pretending everything is okay. When we do that and we do this work, then the more you can step outside that armor and really show the world who you are. As you do more work and step into yourself and become more confident, I promise you not only will the quality of your life be amplified, 
but your business will begin to thrive as well. The energy we put into hiding parts of us blocks so many things that are meant for us. And every time we are brave and we heal parts of us and take another step closer to finding out who we are, we open up space for more good to come. You are not broken. Healing is a beautiful thing. You are not your past, your trauma, your heartache, your mistakes, the mishaps or the shitty things that happen. You are not those things. So as you navigate your day, just think about the people around you and who was learning from you. If you are a parent and you have kids, there are people that are watching. There are people that are seeing you hide pieces of yourself. And if you're doing that, then they are probably doing that. And the sad part is you probably have so many friends in your circle that does not know who you are entirely. And that is very sad. So today, I hope you find the courage to show your quirky self, to be who you are, to look inwards, to normalize what it means, to look at the things that are causing you pain, to challenge what you think about yourself, to challenge all the things that you've been taught to believe are true. And ask yourself, what do you believe for you? Be brave and keep moving forward, my friends. You got this. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. This is Gina Keeping, and remember to keep it real and have some fun. Thanks for spending time with me today. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, feel free to take a screenshot and share this with someone that you think should hear this. If this is your very first time listening, I would really appreciate if you push that subscribe button so you can join us for all future episodes. And if you're feeling really generous, I would love for you to leave a five-star review. Be kind, folks. I'm Gina Keeping, and today we have been keeping it real. We'll see you next time.